Are you ready for this? Ready? Are you ready? You can feel the calm before the storm has to round begin. Hey, come on, stand up. Air strike. It's not too late. Are you giving up already? Go for broke. That's what I expected. If at first you don't succeed. What? Yeah, I'm waiting for you. Welcome to Day 3, your FGC podcast, where we interview one guest and figure out what their ideal Day 3 would be for four games, making it to the finals on the big stage, plus one exhibition. We will be interviewing TOs, players, just people that enjoy being in the fighting game community in general. Uh, this week, we have, for our first episode, longtime friend of Guardian Events and prior... Uh, Slap Happy Sunday competitor, Philly B. Phil, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing all right. Tell me a little bit about yourself, because I, you're not a native Iowan, are you? Ah, uh, no. So I'm Philly B. I, I'm originally from California, where I grew up. Uh, lived there for the first ten years. So had a little bit of the taste of the arcade experience, having older brothers who would drag me along and. You know, as soon as I saw like a Street Fighter cabinet or probably more actually like an X-Men versus Street Fighter cabinet, I was hooked for life. <laughs> X-Men versus Street Fighter was a, a fun time. We didn't really have too many of uh, the uh, 2D games here when I was growing up, funny enough. I mean, I'm older than dirt, so I got to see the 2D fighting <laughs> games like in their infancy. Uh, Street Fighter 2, you know, Mortal Kombat, seeing cabinets of those, Fatal Fury and everything. But um, mostly it was like 3D games. At the arcades here and that's what uh that's what our scene had so anytime i saw like vampire savior or anything it was just like whoa that's awesome where'd that come from like the i wit i i love our new era of being able to just go on to fight gate and have these games but i do like the weird if you could time probably like i want to go and see like the arcade heyday and just like see those cabinets and like play on them would be like such a dream for me or just to have those but yeah um Moved to Iowa, lived here like the last 20 years. Uh, currently a TO for our Des Moines fighting game scene. Run events, plan streams, do all that. Also still a player. Um, very much enjoying Street Fighter 6 at the moment, just like most people. Yeah, nice. All right, so the format of this podcast is I'm going to ask you, well, I did already ask you, and you're going to let us know what your four games would be if they made it to day three of a fighting game major it could be evo could be combo breaker that type type of thing or a big stage people are out of out of pools they're not playing you casuals or anything they're all sitting down ready to watch the top of the top the best of the best uh playoff top six top eight whatever we'll, we'll just say top eight um but the best of the best for that tournament are playing on day three and the ones that are on the big stage not the side stages not you know the uh somewhere up in the byoc room the ones that everybody's watching right there uh the main the mainstream uh no two three four after evo no it's just it's just twitch.tv backslash evo type thing that's what's there and i want to ask you what your four games would be and one exhibition one you know first to ten first to whatever between two pros for one specific game but uh the main thing here is when we get to the first game of the day what's the what's the game that's going to put butts in the seat you know right at the beginning of the day tell me what do you got starting off the day it's probably 10 a.m or noon i want to get the people's heart pumping i want to get a game that gets in gets out as fast 
is chaotic and is wild to watch with a lot of personality, I had to pick Vampire Savior. I think that is a perfect game to open with. It's so good. I mean, it's a good one to get people in there uh, just to start the day off because they they like it. Like everybody, everybody knows Vampire Savior a little bit. Everybody likes it. Um, the energy, even if you don't have people in there, like a, you know, a giant packed room uh, without. You know, it, uh, people people are drunk. People have been, you know, up all night playing casual and stuff. Even the the diehards that go there, they're gonna bring a lot of energy to that room. They're just gonna go absolutely wild, and that is that is the thing that you want to see uh, at the start of the day. That get that gets other people walking by, going, "What is going on over there?" And they're gonna sit down, they're gonna watch it, and they're gonna have a good time. So, very uh, very good choice for your first one. Um, I've noticed you. You were uh, running a few uh, tournaments for this back uh, during uh, lockdown and stuff, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so this is a game, our local scene, um, someone who was running events, Top Hat, would loves this game as well and would run it. And it's one of those games, like you said, people know Darkstalkers, people know Morgan, they know Felicia, they know that this thing exists. But I hadn't really played it outside of, I think I had a PSP version <laughs> of some Jeez. kind of vampire and I was like, oh, this is cool. I've seen these characters before in like CVS or Marvel. So I had like a small connection. And then getting with our local scene and playing this game, I just fell in love. I'm the type, I guess I'm more of an anime player, but I do like Street Fighter as well. So I like the Capcom stuff. But this game just kind of feeling like anime, but sort of different. Like it's definitely the prototypical anime or anime game. Or I think, you know, the genesis of it. So you have some of that still Street Fighter-ishness or Capcom-ness. But there's so much wild stuff in this game. I love it. I love how grimy it is. I love how nasty it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, oh, perfection. Yeah, th this is definitely one of those games back in the day where I don't think I appreciated it. Like, even when I started getting into fighting games, I don't think I appreciated it nearly enough. I remember uh, playing at a community college uh, pretty close to here uh, in Wisconsin. And... We'd play Guilty Gear and we'd play Soul Calibur a bunch. And one night, I think we threw in Vampire Savior, and it was it was on the Saturn, um, <laughs> and if I'm remembering correctly. And it was uh, I I just remember us like being like, you know, there's this walk so Guilty Gear could run, but like going back, going back, I definitely like just that old man in me finally awakened. Like, you know what? I think I like Vampire Savior a bit more. I think it's I think it's unrefined enough that it kind of goes all the way back around to being yeah this, this is good this is really good. No, I I 100% agree. Yeah, like there are characters that are missing mechanics. There are uh, certain characters like the character I play, Fish, who has unblockable bubble loops that are super gross. But for me, that's part of the charm. Is most of the cast has something. Everyone in the cast has something disgusting. It's just levels of disgusting. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, just yeah. seeing someone go off and around like seeing a frankenstein go off like seeing a victor go off seeing a um a wolf just rush you down seeing boletta combos like seeing Sako combos like for me that's what i love about fighting games is seeing someone take a character and do things i couldn't even think were possible and this game just lets you go at it i love it heck yeah uh it's fun uh i i remember i think it was, i can't remember if it was through your tournaments or through uh top hats uh, tournaments where I'm like, you know what? I need to find a new character. I need to. I, Lilith is just such a struggle bus character. Cannot even like <laughs> fathom keeping with this character. I need to pick a good character if I'm going to try this game. And after like two hours of going through the roster, I'm like the only one I gel with 
is Victor, and I don't know why. <laughs> and I've had a blast with that character, but man, I you can imagine I've probably I've done a lot worse uh, with that character than I did with any day with Lilith. It was probably the dumbest decision I've ever made in li- my life, but uh, no, Victor's fun. Um, that game's just fun in general. Uh, mm-hmm. I will get blown up. I've gotten blown up plenty of times, like a combo breaker, just going 0-2, signing up for it, but it's so fun. Same here. Uh, so this last combo breaker, 2023, was the first time I've enter- ever entered it at a major. I was going to enter it at 2022, but I had entered like six other games, so I was, let's cut it back. But this year I did enter it. I had a great time. Um, did pretty well, but definitely my two stream matches were one just, I lost to a Sasquatch in like literally 90 seconds, I think, for the entire set yep. because I just got rushed down. And one was just a very slow Morgan, just death by inches. But I had a great time. Yeah, that was uh, my experience the last time I entered a combo breaker. Was uh, it, it was literally less than two minutes um but between me sitting down and me getting it back up never mind like checking buttons never mind making <laughs> sure everything was good no it was it was two minutes like that's all my butt was in the seat for um i was the first person to go o2 out in my bracket i mean it was it was a speed run like i sat down got back up apparently the other person had lost They're like all right you two can uh, go play like okay <laughs> cool uh sat down that one lasted probably about a grand total of three or four minutes like well that one lasted longer i'm still dead <laughs> speed ran that and went back and had food i mean that, that's definitely a bonus at majors sometimes like man i'm out on the other hand i'm out <laughs> on the other hand i could enter this popcorn line for an hour and a half <laughs> oh geez yeah that's uh that that is definitely a thing all right so uh had brought it up uh briefly um what what got you into uh uh, being a TO, because I, I, I remember very much during COVID, um, people was kind of stepping up like all over the place, like, all right, I'm going to start running events in this, like Fightcade really brought a lot of games to the uh, the forefront, um, and little scenes popped up, you know, it's it, it went from being, you know, seven, barely seven people at a major to, you know, Street Fighter the movie having, you know, like a dedicated scene and stuff. Uh, so a lot of people started stepping up. What got you into it? I think... When I started coming to events, I saw all the hard work that TOs were putting in, all the work people were doing, and honestly, some of the unfortunately dumb takes you'll see on Twitter or other places about how TOs are greedy and all that kind of nonsense. So part of me was just, I wanted to do my part to give back to this to the scene, to this community that has been a part of my life you know, since I was a kid going to the arcades and I love fighting games. So I always had the thought of TOing or running events or just helping out where I can. And I had gotten a little taste of it at locals, helping run brackets or such. Uh, but yeah, like you said, the the lockdown definitely was kind of my, all right, it's, you know, I have the time. I have the, I have a computer that can stream. Fightcade is readily available. It has all these games. I want to dip my toes in it. I want to give it a shot. And I just did it. And I'm so thankful for doing it. It's completely changed my perspective on the community for the better. All the hard work people put in, like just doing a monthly in person that does 50 people, which is a lot. But then I think, oh God, what if there were 5,000 people and the ability for TOs to handle that? I just have a new found respect for that. <laughs> yeah, the, the amount of, as somebody who's been on staff for uh, Combo Breaker, um, the amount just a little bit that i see i mean i barely see any of it 
because I'm kind of relegated to a very small section, like uh, uh, with Mystery, um, not really having to interact as much with uh, a lot of the other people. Just the the cogs that are in that are just—it's just mind blowing um, how many people are in, in that and the the skill sets that they need. Like, it's not just like, all right, do you know how to run a bracket? Do you know how to like those those little things are very important. Um, do you know TV settings? Your monitor settings. Uh, cool. You know, those little things are important. Then you start getting into, do you know, like, rigging? Do you know how to manage, like, 50 people? Do you know, do you have a Rolodex of people that you can call up and be like, I need you to do this? Do you have contacts everywhere? Like, that's just the start of some of these things. Um, it's just seeing, just seeing the little, the little peek behind the curtain for Combo Breaker was just, like, even as somebody that's been a TO for, almost two decades now um just that little peak was just like i i, I don't do anything <laughs> when i think of when i look at that and it's but like you said it's it's really eye-opening and it makes you feel like you're part of something and it it, it makes you feel attached to the fighting game community i wouldn't change it for anything i wouldn't trade it for anything you know sleepless nights whatever it's 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 so fun I, I don't have any other way to say it. Like I, I, it's some people say, you know, it's a thankless job, and I think I wouldn't do this if I, I didn't want to. And I know a lot of other TOs the same exact way. Like it's, it's so rewarding in and of itself. A hundred percent. I'll, I'll say for me, when lockdown started lessening up and local started happening, we had a new, we, we had to, we had to find a new venue, and we had a place reach out to us for fighting game stuff, and that was my after having ran online events that was my opportunity to start running some offline stuff and getting to do that and that experience of setting up a monthly setting up a weekly figuring out how we want to do pay how we want to do production and now fast forward a couple years i have a production crew that has helped me out and yeah the tournament day the tournament week i am the most dressed out person on the planet and during the event i have a hundred hats on I'm trying to run brackets take payments make sure brackets are running make sure entrants are going all that but then i see people around a projector watching the tournament going on getting hyped talking crap making bonds with other players that are from other states and it's the greatest feeling on the planet like i love it heck yeah that is <laughs> I, I couldn't say it better yeah it's it's such a, a fun thing it's such a rewarding thing it's you you may it, you definitely i mean it's kind of waxing poetic a little bit but you you definitely uh feel like you're 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 making somebody's life just that little bit better that little bit more carefree just that, for that moment you're just like man that person is having a good time and you you just it, it just puts a smile on your face knowing that you're just for that moment you're just you're just helping that person have a, like making yeah. their life happier and better it's just such a it's it's such a, a kind of a you're just waxing poetic a little bit about it but like it's I, I that's the exact way i feel yeah i you said it great <laughs> um yeah uh i don't got a, i don't got any snappy segue into this one uh into your next game here um why, why don't you tell us about uh game two after that after vsav's done after after we get to watch uh either somebody coming with sasquatch or uh mighty mark coming <laughs> with anacars uh oh, hopefully it's mighty mark because anacars oh, should be winning that character is sick <laughs> oh, yeah i i mean no argument from me like i i don't know how mighty mark does that but 
<laughs> every time, every time Mighty Mart does it, I'm like, you know, I, I are, are we missing something about that character? Everybody else is like, no, no, we're not missing anything. That character is absolute butt cheeks. But <laughs> Mighty Mart just, just somehow pulls it all together. He has that extra piece. Yeah. That, <laughs> oh, yes. Don't but, know how. But as soon as that's done, we're going into our second game, which is... Yeah, we're going to blaze right into it with some uh, Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Yeah. I um, think going from what can be considered, I know a lot of people say this, I've kind of adopted saying it since getting into it, that Vampire is the father of anime. It is you know, the game that def- helped define that genre or create that subgenre. CF for me is not the peak, but feels almost like the natural ending point of taking it, these character like character-specific mechanics... Uh, multiple system mechanics on top of each other and building it up to where it is just this ultra deep game that every character has three or four different things going on with a huge roster it's a game that i got really into when it got rollback during during lockdown i believe is when it got started getting rollback and i I had like seen blaze blue i touched it but wasn't super into it but i was like i was trying every fighting game with rollback at that point i found this one and i just it clicked for me. I found a character and I had a blast with it. I still play it when I can. I love it. It is a it is an incredibly complex game. Like you 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 touched on it a little bit, and you I think you you said it best with uh, Vampire is kind of the beginning of anime, and I I never really put it into like I never really thought about it until you just said it right now. But yeah, Vampire is very much a game where like every character, yeah, you know, it's kind of like Universal stuff and everything. But like you you definitely look at each character of Vampire and go. Those are those are some very unique characters, and almost in and of themselves have like unique, like almost systems, almost little systems. In other yeah, systems. like the, just the beginning, just the barest of bones of that. And and Blaze Blue, yes, just takes that system and says, "All right, we're we're just gonna we're we're just gonna go all out." <laughs> and every character is a different game. Yeah. <laughs> um. So thinking of that like blaze blue like it definitely needs its year at some point because it's it's definitely had a checkered history uh mm-hmm. like ct when it came out was just people just did not like that game that much it was uh it was definitely uh riddled with some issues uh balance issues just uh, and it just got worse over time and then uh uh coco noe um <laughs> was definitely oh. a thing i agree i i think with it getting rollback, it hasn't had that giant moment like, say, maybe another game on this list might have might have <laughs> had. Not to give anything away, but I feel it's it's in a pretty solid place where it's back on majors. It's like it's back at majors, not just as a side community tournament, but in the actual roster itself. Where I feel like it maybe disappeared a little bit for a few years, and I now I'm seeing multiple people that got into strive got into maybe dragon ball fighters other anime current anime games are touching into the older ones like blaze blue or uh guilty gear plus r because when that got rollback as well i know a lot of people myself included i had never touched the older guilty gear games i played a little bit of exert played a lot of strive see plus r get rollback and not to go to tangent but plus r is what got me into being a guilty gear fan like i had seen exert and i played strive but Plus R is what got me really into it. And I feel like that and Blaze Blue got that because of rollback, because of the pandemic, people having to play more online. 
So I feel both are actually in a really solid place. It's not the giant moment, and I don't know if it'll ever get that unless maybe it gets another game, which I don't, I'm doubtful of. But I feel yeah. it's thankfully in a solid spot where it'll make most majors, and that's that's really all you can hope for nowadays with how many games are out every year now. <laughs> there are so many games. I mean, that's kind of, that's just kind of one of the things I think about with this is how many time. Like if I if this continues for a while, I always think how many different people are like is there a possibility that anybody's gonna come up with the same list i just don't think there is <laughs> like there's just so much out there um but yeah i i think blaze blue was just like it's just been so close to just having those moments where it's just like it just needs like one amazing like top four and one just gigantic community push it's just so close yeah. and i i just I think you're right, though. I think there's just so many games out there where it's just like, oh, we could get Blaze Blue in the spotlight again, but we also, you know, we could get Grand Blue back in the spotlight because that's had just its fair share of issues uh, between its yeah. netcode and and just kind of weird release timings. Uh, it's just, it, just so many things like have gone against Blaze Blue um, a lot of times, even to no fault of its own. Yeah, like we we said, um, multiple games like Grand Blue is getting a re-release that will now have rollback, and it's. Blaze Blue wouldn't just be fighting new games coming out. It's also fighting old games that are getting rollback implemented. So, so it's kind of it's fighting both ends of older games and newer games as well. So rosters for majors, I do not look forward to. to I I I don't envy TOs who are gonna have to make these rosters a game for. Hey, there's like 200 people that'll sign up for like 20 games. Which one? Which 10 are you gonna pick? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like I I don't envy. Uh like any of the evo staff like their predicament of all right we're we only we only get to do like eight or nine games like which ones we're gonna pick which ones are just gonna have the least amount of pitchforks outside of our door <laughs> but and i was just i was just gonna bring up something right before that I, the other thing i was, I was gonna say that the other thing with uh blaze blue the one issue that it might have to just there's there's no easy way to get into it there's no there's no soul there's no ryu there's no luke um there's like if you get into blaze blue it's like like i said before it's how many characters in that game that's how many different games are in that game <laughs> it's it's just so difficult to get into like just right off the like oh, i want to i want to i saw that game i'm gonna get into it uh, or i i could go try something new out there's just so many little things going against that game right now to get it to that that huge uh like revival type push or just new game smell um but I, I would love to see it have its day in the sun because it was always it's always fun watching that game. Like even though I'm so I'm really horrible at it, it's it's always a good time seeing that on the big stage. So it's it's a it's a good pick for that reason. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's I'll just say with that it is tough because anime games now seem to be trending the other way. Where as I said, Blaze Blue kind of felt like the peak or the other end of making of making these very deep anime games with multiple system mechanics for character. Now it's kind of ringing that, reining that back in with Dragon Ball and Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle and Strive of more, just bringing it back in, not making it as wild. But I think for a certain type of person, me, I found that out and I was, I was in. I was like, I want to play seventeen times, seventeen different kind of games in this one game. I, I want to play a bad character who has really cool mechanics because I play Bullet. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of anime, I totally, you know, like. Generally, when I think of you, I think of like the uh, the anime games. Um, but you ha you have been getting a bunch into Street Fighter Six lately, uh, and you have it's not like you haven't played 
uh, the 2D game or the the normal kind of grounded games before. I don't want to say which you prefer or which would you like kind of go with if you just like all right sat you down and said all right you you gotta you gotta kind of pick one to pick a pick a path that you really want to go down and just drive down for a while like this is what you gotta take seriously. Would would you be going Street Fighter Six or would you would you just say no I, I gotta I gotta stay with my my anime roots. Uh, that's, that's something I think about a lot, actually. I, because I started, I'm an 09er, uh, so I played fighting games since I was a kid, but I didn't get into them. I didn't, I didn't know there was a fighting game community, because I had awful internet, too. I just played oh, yeah. CVS 2 in my room for, like, dozens of hours as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but Street Fighter 4 was my big introduction to the community aspect, and I did fall in love with that game. I, I, I played T-Hawk, and I thought that dude was cool. He was awful, but I was like, this giant man who does grab is fun. But for me, I think as a player, (laughs) where I'm at now, I tend to go for the more anime games just because I really enjoy... I enjoy long combos. I enjoy the thought process of having six different combo routes of do I want to end with something with damage, meter, oki... I can spend this character resource to do this, or I can hold back on it. Having the most amount of options and routing available is what makes my brain happy when I play fighting games. So I think I'd probably go down that road. But actually, with Street Fighter VI, it kind of leans into that a bit with the drive mechanics. And I think that's probably why I'm super into this one, whereas five, I, I bounced off pretty five pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people did. Uh, I do recall uh, for Evo this year, um, I mean, huge, huge uh, amount of entrance for that. But a lot of people were thinking, oh, it's going to be like Street Fighter V, where that had 5,000 entrance, but like every pool was just DQ after DQ after DQ. <laughs> and everybody was like, no, no, no. Every pool is just, just stacked with people. Um, people want to come out. People are here to play this game. Uh, so it, it was really nice to see that. And. I mean, Twitter's just kind of like going back and forth and, you know, you got your negativity and everything. Like, oh, this character's busted. We need a patch. Is this game even going to last with how bad this game is? It's been two months, but whatever. Um, but it, it was just such a, a a breath of fresh air to, to see that, um, to see the entire community go, you know what? I'm having a good time. Let's, this, is, this, is worth the, uh, this is worth the flight. This is worth the hotel room, whatever, because uh, I'm having a good time out here. I want to play this game. And it was, it was nice to see. So, speaking of uh, that game, uh, why don't you bring us to our uh, third game of, the, of uh, Blaze Blue just got finished. <laughs> um, I don't know who's even in, in in the top for that one. I have fallen off so hard in who, <laughs> who was top in Blaze Blue. Um, I was going to say Fenrich probably. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, I was going to say probably Fenrich. <laughs> uh, so, as soon as that's done, uh, what's what's keeping them in the seats for the next one? What's what are are they're gonna go get a drink real quick? I'm like, damn, I've I've just sat down watching VSAV. Uh, I just sat through all Blaze Blue. This game is sick as hell. Um, and I'm gonna run, grab uh, whatever my favorite refreshing drink is, and run back because I'm gonna watch. You're gonna watch some Street Fighter. You're here to fight in the streets. I I think this game is such a breath of fresh air personally for the modern fighting game aspects or the release this and kof 15 i as i mentioned earlier the not downright simplification but reining things back in of modern games for a lot of them personally i'm not a fan of it's i like 
complicated games. I understand why other people don't. I, I, I honestly do get it when someone says, you know, Blaze Blue's too complicated again too, or this game has too much stuff going on. I, I can't get into it. That's fine. That's totally fair. I was probably that way if you asked me five years ago. So I can't I can't say you're wrong. But where I'm at now, I love a game to where there's so much going on and there's so much to think about and keep your mind busy to where you don't you it's been two minutes but it feels like an hour like that's the perfect fighting game for me that kind of feel and street fighter 6 is doing that which i did not expect i thought they were going to go the other way on it but no it's a very deep game it's a very complicated game it's and yeah I, I think it's a for a modern fighting game i think capcom nailed it i i couldn't agree more they Street Fighter V, like when it first came out, uh, one of the biggest complaints that a lot of people had. I mean, we can talk balance, we can talk, uh, we can we can discuss like little intricacies like that. But like one of the biggest complaints a lot of people had was they they took a lot of Street Fighter IV characters and they said, "All right, we're going to give you most of your toolkit except for one of those moves is going to be locked behind a V skill, and and then another move is going to be locked behind potentially V trigger." And it's just. Uh, it definitely took away a lot of the expression because you're just your tools are locked behind certain things um like you can't cancel into v trigger or v skill i mean um for a lot of stuff it, it's it just wasn't uh it just felt like so many tools were locked behind things so to see uh with street fighter 6 and i guess the end of street fighter 5 because there were characters just went wild yeah. by the end of street fighter 5 they they did they, they cleaned up a lot with that i just i think it might have been too little too late but you are uh, completely dead on with so much more character expression uh, just even with combo routes um, which is as you said before one of the funnest things with anime games is just the ability to say all right this is this is how I'm going to express myself with this character with these different combos with these different routes with these different enders that give me uh, different mix-ups afterward or just give me a absolute wild amount of damage <laughs> um, and Street Fighter 6 is the exact same way just kind of on a different plane of all right this is this is still street fighter it's still uh a little bit slower paced it's still got like all right you you aren't supposed to jump you're probably generally supposed to stay out of the air until your opponent you know thinks that you're going to stay out of the air and then you just start jumping like a maniac which is really fun um (laughs) street fighter 6 does give you so many different options for so many different things uh and the character expression in that. I don't know how far it'll go with so many people playing uh, like an 18 character roster and, and a lot of people gravitating to about five or six characters, but mm-hmm. but you can still definitely tell like, oh, that's that's Tokido's Ken. Uh, or, um, you know, that's that's Meta RD's Blanca right there. It's just absolutely wild. Um, you can definitely tell that with the, with a lot of these players and a lot of these characters. Um, and that, that is a sign of a good game right there. 100% agree just at my local we have characters that are defined by how you know we have characters that oh I know certain people use this character this character and they play so much differently than watching other people online or other people that might play that locally we have defined okay this is how x person plays jury versus y they will spend the bar versus x player will won't spend bar except for drive reversals or just to get a kill where someone's like, I'm going to put myself in burnout two seconds into this round because I want yeah. the corner and I want to kill you. And like, that's that's awesome. Like you mentioned specifically, five, you were locked out of 
not a significant all the time, but a good chunk of your move list, depending on V skill and V trigger. And that just, I, I don't like that in fighting games. I, I don't want to be locked out of my moves until I'm almost dead or the round's almost over. And Street Fighter 6 is like, you want to do three EX uh, Shoryu's right at the start of the round? Yeah, why not? Y you do you. <laughs> you be happy. And the yeah. depth of the roster of what characters can do, even characters like Lily or Zangief, they can still have so many tools and so many different options. I Yeah, Capcom really nailed it on this game. And I think that's why people are playing it from different communities and they're still sticking to it. Like you mentioned, people were showing up to pools is people find so much of their own fun in this game of character expression. And that's I think that's what keeps people on fighting games is the character expression. Yeah, I definitely agree. Are, are you and I still both Lily mains? Are we still... Uh... <laughs> Are we still doing that to ourselves? Are we still suffering? I guess this is a safe space, we can admit. I, I had about two weeks where I tried to play Ken, and he is so objectively better than Lily. <laughs> but as I was playing him, I'm like, I'm not having fun. I want to do funny Condor Spire Burr command grab. <laughs> so yep. I, am, I am unfortunately still playing Lily. I'm hoping for a few buffs, but I'm also... The game is in a way, I have rounds where I will destroy top characters or some of the better players in our my local region just because I'm playing Street Fighter. I'm playing Fundamentals and I'm using the tools the game gives me that to level it out. And yeah, anyone can win in this game. I think Snake Eyes just did really well at a tournament with Zangief, who's considered the worst character. So I think he's done well at multiple tournaments with uh, Zangief. Um, okay. And has like, same with, same with gear has done well with uh potemkin um, <laughs> who is definitely not seen as uh one of the stronger characters in that game yeah uh, in strive so it's uh yeah people can people can win with uh a kind of worse characters or more limited characters or or not as uh not as privileged characters um in, in street fighter 6 because it's like you said it's your fundamentals are still there your street fighter you're just your general fighting game fundamentals carry you really really far um, yes, but when you get to high level and you start seeing players like really just just break through, um, <laughs> and they they do it on the stage, and you're 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 just your jaw is dropped. Like Evo Top Six this year was, I mean, One of the it was best. worth staying up for. It was worth yeah. staying up for. It was worth just the next day being like, I I can't stay awake at all. This is this is really <laughs> really hard for me to stay awake. But it was worth staying up until like one in the morning here. Every major has kind of been that too for this game so far. Uh, the there was an event just seeing so yeah, Evo Top Six was incredible. Seeing Tokido, seeing Haitani's modern Chun, and I think now we're gonna start seeing more modern players because of the reactions and one for like one button supers we're gonna get out of that. I seen the game already developed where uh, there was that event. I can't remember Gamers Eight or whatever that had Kakadu yeah. do super well. Was just I'm gonna uh, perfect parry every single Dragon Lash from Angry Bird. Oh, and yeah. you're just like this changes the game. I just this game is already still developing in huge ways. And now the now that Twitter's around, now that we're in this era where you can Twitter Discord where you can just share information tech is going at such a fast speed it's awesome that's why i'm kind of glad capcom isn't patching the game super fast i don't know if i want to wait a whole year on, yeah, on i don't want to wait too long yeah but i feel there are certain games that would have already had like a patch or two or have one in the works where i'm really glad we're letting it cook because i want to see if modern really is 
as strong as people think it's going to be and how that's going to completely drastically change the game with making it slower. Or I want to see if maybe if you figure out, no, the limiting tools and having a moder or having a classic character that has all their tools with the damage they would normally have, that's still the options. And yeah, so I'm, I really want to see how this game develops. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I There's a lot to this game that like the meta is developing, not only within characters, not only like, you know, oh, JP is good, so people are playing this, or Ken's good, so people are playing this, or, uh, you know, Manon fell off quick or not, it's not <laughs> yeah. just like it's not just the characters like going one way or the other and people are starting to counter pick because of that but it's also just the mechanics in and of themselves are still developing and that is a wild thing to think that yes. people are just like oh the the mechanics for this game you don't think universal mechanics would have a meta and yet <laughs> and yet somehow street fighter 6 like the universal mechanics for this game are definitely people are are developing metas around that and that is just one of the wildest things and it's not like some weird oh we 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 gotta uh play a certain we have to play a certain way no it's it's people are still like oh i'm gonna play modern oh, i'm gonna play classic oh, i'm gonna play leverless because of this i want to play pad because of this i'm gonna play stick because of this it's everything is still developing and it's it's just so wild to see how many different things develop within this one game people are thinking of changing how arcade sticks are buttoned uh, by adding a whole new layer on on top just so they can have a, dra- a drive impact easily a uh, accessible <laughs> macro yeah yeah or just, just an extra lever just for drive impact no or just, just putting pulleys on our stick this <laughs> i i don't know how much of a bit it was but i did hear someone say like having what would be a kick button oh, the pedal? A, a kick pedal just for like drive yeah. impact like I want to see that at a major, just like how there was, you know, the Guilty Gear player who plays on, on a racing wheel. I need to see one with a rock band drum kit. Like, nah, I will, I will get every DI free. <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> oh man, that, that that does make me think about like how Evo is definitely one of those, one of the things I love about Evo. One of just the littlest things I love is that every year you just you see people bring out like this is this is the year that i'm bringing out my my which i'm gonna call it my racing <laughs> wheel uh i got my pedal for this one uh i got my poppin uh yeah like giant joystick that's like every button is as big as my hand um the uh the the pain box or hurt box or whatever where the person had like the the three joysticks and that was it yeah um, just people just coming out with the weird stuff and and that's always fun to see that always the guitar hero controller too it's uh, it's fun to see that stuff but that happens every year at evo where it's just like all right what what ridiculous thing is somebody going to come out with and and at this point right now <laughs> people are actually putting like what just looks like emergency brakes on their controller for driver <laughs> for driving back it's such a weird time <laughs> but i wouldn't have it any other way it's so fun it really truly is it just makes sure. you it just makes you realize like fighting games are so fun um and they're supposed <laughs> to be fun and it's it's such a good time um, yeah uh just on the topic of that it, it reminded me my first ever major was combo breaker either tw- i think 2017 maybe 2018 i think 2018 i had to play someone who had a body pillow arcade stick oh like the no, body pillow thing. was yep. built in yeah and i was just like the bottom of it was like pushing into me and i was just trying to play under night versus this person oh, no. and i was just this is the worst experience but also that's hilarious <laughs> so it, it was, it's really funny yeah 
it's really funny. I just didn't want to play that person. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, the pillow's pushing into me. There, there's this weird stain in my shoe now, and I don't know why. It's, uh, yeah, no, I remember like old SRK threads from way back in the day when when somebody was uh, uh showing like wh- why they made a body pillow controller and and just uh the ergonomics behind it and everything like oh i just like it's it's a nice like kind of slumped posture like kind of like uh the the perverted version of uh of ultra david's uh split box oh yeah, yeah. like he, he can <laughs> he can lay back with it um and just kind of play with you know on each side of each side of them just kind of like sit in a chair or sit on the floor or wherever just like kind of yeah. kind of like your your not typing because that's what everything else is, but like just kind of having your hands to the side, like you're just sitting there watching a movie or something like that. But your your fingers are moving and things are happening on the screen. Um, it's kind of like having a, a switch. Yeah, like the, jo- the Joy Cons like separate, like one in one hand. Yes. Yeah, I've definitely done that where I'll be on bed and I'll just kind of have one on each side of me and just kind of instead of having him front. It's nice. I I I love the Ultra David. Uh, I don't know if he did he invent that or did he improve on a design that was already, but. You know, Either I way. don't know. Um, I, I okay. remember, I want to say he kind of invented it. Um, if he hasn't invented it, then I, I do think that he just improved upon it on such a in such a way that it ended up being, that it really ended up being his his thing. Yeah, I, I think that thing is sick. And I think what people are doing with sticks, uh, pads, leverless devices, I, it's really cool that we're seeing kind of an actual evolution in turn when in regards to how we play fighting games not just in game but out of game and how do we physically play and uh, attach these devices and so yeah i think it's cool and i really want to see how it grows on that aspect along with you know street fighter i completely agree with that even even though like i grew up in the arcades even though you know <laughs> I, you, you put your quarter in you're you're stuck with the controller that can't block uh down down left <laughs> um and that part sucked uh but i'm you know i'm so used to all that stuff where you use what's in front of you and i love the idea of like having like a little arcade cabinet here uh Ooh, in yeah. my house like i just sit out with my kid um at some point in time uh just the amount of accessibility the amount of expression that you can get from the newer controllers it's i would never ever want to take that away from the the fighting game community or just like gaming in general it's it is definitely an evolution that is here to stay and should be pushed even further yeah i don't have a fancy segue for uh except for like maybe anime body pillows uh going into uh <laughs> what would be our exhibition so street fighter 6 just ended probably an amazing finals could be you know six six people in top six or eight people in top eight it could be eight different countries because that of uh, i just completely blanked uh the pools of talent from every mm-hmm. country in the entire world like you could just pick out like a top player from anywhere and they could just have a day they could just have a day yeah. where there's like all right yep i am i am top three in the world now this is i went through everybody congratulations to me um you never heard of me before tough you should have you, sh- <laughs> you should have been in south africa because uh because we're all good um tekken had that too uh, i was literally was like, gonna say yeah we, tekken had that happen and then arslan went i'm not even the best in my area and we're like yeah what <laughs> And it just completely changed the Tekken scene and having the spread of information, having you know Twitter, Discord and everything, we're seeing more of those players. And it's so incredible seeing people from countries we'd never even think about for fighting games come out and just wash us. And it's so cool. It's amazing. It, yes. Yep. I, I love seeing it. Um, but yeah, Street Fighter 6 is done. 
Uh, and we are getting into our exhibition. Now, this one is not a game that is being run, or at least it's not being with the top six, top eight, whatever, being run on day three. Um, instead, this is just the exhibition of who would, what would game would you want to see, and what two heavy hitters for that game would you want to have up there representing this for for a first of ten? Tell us about this game, and tell us about the, uh, the two players picked. Yeah, so I, I struggled with this one more than I thought I would. I thought this one would be pretty easy for an exhibition, but I was running through it it and the other four games for the top four. I was kind of mulling over which one would be best for an exhibition, and I landed on this one because I realized it's the perfect moment given that it's getting a sequel, and that it's a, it would be a nice exclamation point or a note to go out on for for this series, for this game, for this version of it. And that would be Undernight Inbirth. Uh, the current version is Uniclair. And the two player, the two players would be the ones that I feel for the American community, for the American scene, represent kind of the two eras of the game and were the two most notable players in Red Blade and Fox of 42. I think I think that, that would be my exhibition. I want to see those two go at it in a first 10. And I think it'd be an incredible set. Uh, so I, I I was actually meaning to ask uh, which character would uh, Fox be playing because I was I was looking up videos I'm like is this, <laughs> this uh, Batista or is this um, I just completely blanked out on the other character Londrekia yeah there we go <laughs> he's great value Jin from Blaze Blue <laughs> um, that's the thing I don't actually know at this point because Fox of in Unist was a Batista player and they were pretty easily i think the best batista player in the country they were developing so much of the tech for the character that was really showing oh if you play this character on hitbox or you know what you're doing this character is so beyond busted and but then with uniclair they started playing Londrekia, and uniclair kind of fell into the same unfortunate instances that grand blue fell with didn't have rollback it came out around covid and also, a lot of the community had some issues with Uniclair, the first version of it. It got later updates, and people like it more, but it just has terrible netcode. So mm. that plus COVID equals, unfortunately, Undernight going from a pretty rising, strong game, like getting to Evo for Unist, to falling off pretty hard, unfortunately. But during that time, Foxov was kind of the only notable Andrekia player that I can think of. And they were, again, developing so much tech for this character and having such a great time. Whereas people considered Londrekia, when they when he came out, people were Londrekia's bottom five. And seeing Foxov, they're like, maybe this character is actually really solid. <laughs> so I don't know who Foxov would play. I think maybe start with Londrekia and then, all right, you've had your fun. It's time to play the no fun character that can't be <laughs> counter hit Batista. <laughs> Yeah, the the, uh, the meme of how do you approach a girl that uh, <laughs> with an invulnerable DP and a, a sonic boom or whatever. It's yeah, um, yep. That's a, that's that character. Uh, uh, Unist is an incredibly fun game. Um, I wish I had gotten into it a bit more. There wasn't too much of a scene here in in uh, Dubuque, Iowa, mm -hmm. if you can believe it or not. <laughs> um, but every time like I've seen like little itty bitty pockets of this game. Um, or just like played it with other people like you definitely can see that it, it's it's such a fun game to like kind of grow up with other people with like all right let's go let's both pick up this game and like you just see 
people like all right this this person's like starting to wash me because you know they're taking off a lot more damage after they practice a combo i need to practice this combo and like you see the arms race this is a good game for that um so it's just but the high highest level of this stuff though it's like how do you block all that are you done are you done attacking yet <laughs> whose turn is it is this actually supposed to be your turn is all this pressure real because you have uh like this this has been a good 10 seconds of you pressuring <laughs> and it's been a good 10 seconds of this person blocking everything correctly and i don't understand how but uh t- tell me about uh red blades character um this is this this was definitely a character that uh made some waves uh red blade plays wagner and is uh, the wagner was a very popular character already and red blade just showed that this character had so many options uh had it has an install that allows some of their moves to go from eh, kind of negative on block to you blocked it i'm sorry i'm plus eight now and <laughs> including having an invincible reversal which is always good to have without meter having routing off having very strong damage combo routes and off every starter and off any stray hit all right i'm converting this to a third of your life and then i get great oki afterwards the only thing this character didn't have was a fireball but they were the projectile half the time yeah <laughs> I, I was about to say you don't need a fireball when when your shield is out in front of you and you're just doing a charging star <laughs> a charging star that will if done uh with the a character mechanic she has i think it's a force function will parry all of them and then charge at you like a char- uh, charging star that leads to a crumple which leads to another full combo into more oki and can combo off her throw with meter (laughs) so man i think you're you're kind of selling uh uniston uh on me here i i did actually mess a little bit with with, uh wagner when i uh started playing that game and then i was like oh but what what about funny funny uh like giant thing that grabs from across the screen looks kind of like 12 (laughs) um like 12 but if 12 was a dog i don't know it's that thing is kind of ridiculous and i must play it and that, that that was about the extent of uh, me playing that game because I got I got washed pretty hard uh, when I started playing that for a while. I think it was uh, actually in a Merkava mirror. And I'm like, okay, I don't actually know what's going on here, but we're both doing the same thing. <laughs> and whoever's watching this right now is probably like, could you two stop? This is really stupid looking. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. People see Merkava mirrors and everyone's having a great time. They're just two no- it's two noodle boys going at it. <laughs> So how would you think how would you think that matchup would go? Like tell tell me what you think uh, would be the end result of that and and why. So this set I do believe would be very I think it would be close. I think Redblade would start with the advantage if Foxa plays Landrekia just because Landrekia can get bullied pretty easily and Wagner if there's a character that's going to bully you it's going to be her. Her <laughs> pressure and just once she's on top of you it's tough to get out. I think that early part of the set would go strongly to him and then i but i do think once fox would switch to batista i i think he would take the set it would be close in my head i was like it'd probably be like a 10-7 situation but for every option wagner has that seems strong batista's what if i have an uh completely unreactable overhead that leads into even more damage than you can do and also i can zone you and also, I can set up what are just as oaky balls on the screen. I can explode at any moment I want to make myself also more plus. It's and in Uniclair where it's currently at, Wagner did get hit 
uh, not terrible. She's still very strong, but she did get hit. Whereas Batista is more or less the same, if not a little better. <laughs> so I, I do think it would end up going to Foxov in a really close set and really fun set. Yeah, that'd be the important part. Is that it, it'd still be a, it'd still be a great show for everybody watching. Yeah, they'd they'd want to sit there. They'd want to they'd want to enjoy uh, the show and. Uh, yeah, and then that would take us. Uh, I'm not gonna say our final game yet. Um, I think I might hint at it a little bit because I was gonna ask you because uh, you had hinted at it earlier. Um, like COVID, as as we've said, as many people have known over the last uh, three years, has definitely made people have to think outside the box. Um, mm-hmm. Parsec was definitely not the thing that I expected to uh, push some games. Um, seeing people play uh mugen with it seeing yeah. people play like uh ps1 games prior to uh duck station getting rollback um seeing people actually run like mystery tournaments with it it was kind of wild um the thing i didn't expect was to see a gigantic uh marvel re- uh revival that still blows my mind that it's still going on um even with a lot of people still doing or doing local stuff now people are still showing up in droves to uh tns um which warms the heart what are your thoughts on that like just tell me like what when you started seeing this game which is an amazing game just start to just just come back like a game that people thought like hey it's fun to drag out every now and again it's fun to uh uh play money matches against uh friends when they come to dubuque (laughs) um uh but you know what were your thoughts when you started seeing people just like it's like, all right, nope, we are. This isn't. This isn't just like something fun to drag out and uh, and BS and and talk trash. And this is this is something we're uh, we're gonna do with like a hundred and fifty ping from Mexico. Like, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, I guess I'll lead off with it's the greatest fighting game ever. And <laughs> then seeing it come back, seeing the TNS crew, like shout out to them so much. Seeing, you know, during COVID, seeing the online stuff come up, uh, I think I first saw some of that with the palette swaps people were doing, and then that sort of evolved, and then, yeah, seeing online events for Marvel, a game I played online and hated every minute of playing online for that game, like, oh, they're using this device that lets you emulate as close as possible to playing it offline. I got really emotional, (laughs) because (laughs) as it's not just it's not just my favorite fighting game marvel is my favorite video game like marvel is and i'll get into it more even get into more later but i have so many emotions and memories attached to this game so seeing it get revived seeing it at majors again when that started happening but and as eventually evo but yeah seeing just seeing the online events go from oh yeah i'm watching it and maybe a few other people are to where at locals, people talking about, oh, yo, do you watch TNS? Or just seeing people, the clips go that went around when they were doing events and how the community was showing out for it. Seeing all these Marvel heads I hadn't thought of in like five or six years come back and playing this game and if getting transported back to 2012, 2013 and seeing these characters, seeing these players. It's, yeah, I, I I felt like Tong did when Evo got uh, when Marvel got announced at Evo. There the were more. There, poor yeah, man, <laughs> when they raided his stream afterward, and he's bawling his eyes out, and he's just like, and he's just like, 
just almost cussing them out on there like why would you do that to me you knew what I, what I was doing <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was crying <laughs> oh I, that, that poor man that poor man but I'm so thankful for him and that whole crew because this game deserves it this game uh, oof, getting emotional even talking about it uh <laughs> yeah I I think this game and what it the its era when it was at its peak is my favorite era of fighting games and it's it was the best of that and i'm so happy it's back i love playing it to this day yeah. <laughs> i played it earlier today <laughs> i was playing it last night uh and, and i mean people that i haven't i i mean people really good friends of mine you know alex and Ali and uh james um you know playing you know i've been playing marvel with them you know way back in the day and and finding out that uh, a couple of them had been playing marvel for a while and watching tns um I mean, we're all we're all old men at this point, you know, and it's something that we're still hanging out over. Uh, no, it's it is it is more than just a game. It is it is there is a community for it. It brings people together. Like you, you can get ticked off at that game. Don't get me wrong. You can get absolutely <laughs> livid at that game and think, man, this game is really stupid. Um, but at the end of the day, you're like, God, I'm definitely going to be playing this again tomorrow i'm definitely going to be playing this again next week i'm definitely going to go to this tournament for this i'm definitely going to be playing this for the rest of my life um yeah. so that brings us to our final game which shocker it's marvel baby it's marvel baby I, not to just copy evo but yeah having this game back and having it be the main event because <laughs> I've had people say that to me in fighting games, like, "Oh, I know you. Yeah, you. They know me because I love my love of Marvel. That is something they know about me. Is I won't stop talking about Marvel, especially early on when I was coming to events. I would more than one occasion go out to out of state events. Shout out to our Omaha scene, our, our Omaha friends, and I'd be like, "Yo, does this PlayStation have a Marvel on it?" <laughs> and I would just turn to a Marvel setup, and eventually, like three or four people go, "Y'all, y'all playing Marvel? Can I get next?" And oh that's when I realized I'm like, there's still such a scene for this game. Like, even if it's 12 years old now, coming up or a little past, it's people. There's just such an attachment to it and such a love for it. But I partially, I think, because of that Street Fighter 4 revival era of fighting games, and you know, Street Fighter 4. As I said, Street Fighter 4. I'm an 09er. Like, I came in with that game. That's how I learned about the community, and I liked watching Street Fighter. I loved. Had I had a great time watching it. But then Marvel 3 came out. And I was obsessed. I was watching. I was watching. I was watching a Wednesday Night Fight, BC, or whatever it was called before that. I was watching every major that had Marvel. I knew all these random players from random regions, and I was trying to find tech for them, or trying to find tech. Going on the SRK forums, finding combos. I, there's no other way to say it, but I was a fiend for this game when it came out, and that feeling hasn't really changed. I, I still play it. I'm still I'm still learning. I'm learning new characters just because it's fun to learn characters in that game. I'm trying to find new combo routes. I spend more time training mode of this game than probably any other video game ever. <laughs> just just in the it's in the lab because it also feels good to play. Just the movement in the game is so good. The characters are so unique. It's <laughs> one of a kind. It, it really truly is you think it, and it's weird to say that, that too about a game with a uh three in it i mean you can definitely see the evolution of this of this game from those and, and tvc before it too um mm -hmm. but it is such a unique thing um 
that like it, it is more than just some of its parts it's more than just oh yeah you can cancel from you know this character super into that character super oh you can hit these two buttons together and like your entire team comes out and like the screen explodes and it says 100 hits on it <laughs> um it's more than just all these some of these parts it is just the expression the 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 just unbridled joy that you get when you just see uh like pretty much anything happening on the screen it doesn't even have to be high level it's like oh man like even deadpool i'm like man deadpool's annoying but god it's so fun to watch him play <laughs> um but yeah we're, we were playing last night um you know it's been like you said almost 12 years since ultimate came out it's been just a hair over 12 years since uh vanilla came out yeah. and um for a lot of people that that changed everything i mean it, it did for me like i remember back uh when mar when marvel 3 came out like if it wasn't for marvel 3 i would not understand marvel 2 or marvel 1 or any of those games mm -hmm. like i, I that caught that got me to like look at those games differently go oh i get it oh this is how i approach these games now um and i i can't imagine i'm alone on that more than anything too with uh res with regards to this list and and why we're making this list it has produced some of the most memorable evo moments the most memorable like fighting game major moment moments um justin wong you know coming back to the major uh like viscont viscont like who knows <laughs> that he got away with like he i i i remember him saying one day that like somebody showed there was a picture of him like you know that moment before i think it was on the street fighter 5 uh like advertisement where you know it showed him on stage like kind of like rocking <laughs> back and forth a little bit yep and he posted saying i can tell you exactly what i was thinking at that moment he said uh uh, this stuck with me and said you will never get this chance again so don't f this up <laughs> i didn't know that i kind of exactly what like clip of this because i've seen that clip a hundred times of him yeah rocking back and forth oh i did not know that <laughs> yeah he i can't remember if he's posted on srk or on on twitter but he uh he said i can tell you exactly what i was thinking that moment it was you, you will never get this chance again so don't f it up because he he had no delusions of grandeur about like yeah i i you know i'm the best marvel player you know it's like i I played this engine to exactly what I needed to do to get to get through an amazingly difficult bracket. Like that is that is no small feat to get through that bracket. Uh, and like no matter what characters you're using, no matter how good you are. Um, but Viscount's like I I know what I need to do here. I know what I can do, and I know how I'm going to ride this as far as I can, <laughs> possibly to the end of uh, this tournament. And he did. It's, to, it's just such an amazing moment, an amazing story, and like, and as an old man, just seeing somebody just doing like, all right, I'm I'm getting through this with just strategy. It's not, it's not like crazy execution. It's not like you know the, the wildest combos ever. It's just I know what I need to do. I'm going to do this to the utmost of my ability. I am washed up like you wouldn't believe, and <laughs> I am I am. This is my day. This is what I want to do. This is this is my like. Uh, I, I have no other uh, this is my Cinderella man moment for me um, you know I, I love that about Wisconsin but just so many other moments uh, like like I said Wong winning uh, Ryan LV uh, um, came Blue River uh, talking to the crowd um, other moments like throughout majors uh, was it Kuso Joe I believe it was yeah yep the the anti-phoenix tech yeah you the the original the bionic arm i, I can't remember bionic arm otg bionic arm bionic arm i i was watching that like i was watching that stream and i was freaking out i because i was i knew i'd known or i'd 
watched Combo Fiend. I had like introduced him from the Excellent Adventures, and I had st- I had taken that team. I was like, I want to play these characters. This dude's cool. He's playing. You know, and just <laughs> I remember seeing that tournament and just losing my mind at that point. And but there's so many moments just like that. And, uh, the game. There's hundreds of moments we can't even think of. There's even funny ones like, what is the DHC glitch from Vanilla Marvel 3? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that, that was, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there's the there's the, the Chris Who one of that. But just like the DHC glitch in general, too. Just people yeah. like, what? what is this this is this is ridiculously busted and then people it's like <laughs> instead of instead of being like oh we gotta ban this or oh we gotta you know this game's this game's dumb people just being like uh yeah let's just develop the meta around it's gonna be a good time um it's, it, it's such a good game it's such a in addition to it being a good game it's also such a ridiculously broken game in the best possible way in the yes. ways that make you think man fighting games are fun uh, and you just look past all that. You're like, you know what? This this, this game is stupid, but it's fun, and it's it is the stupidest, funnest game ever. Um, and it and it has earned every moment that it has created. It's I couldn't think of a better way to close out like any tournament really. Like even even this year, people kind of kind of being slightly negative about uh, uh, Zero May Cry mirrors. I was just watching that, like, just on the edge of my seat, like, ah, oh, this is so good. Jabril Zero May Cry team is so good. This is great. I, I, <laughs> I would watch this all day. Um, it's even, even that mirror match. It's like, man, this is great. This is, this is peak. Yeah, this is what and fighting games are. <laughs> for Marvel, for me especially, it's, it's the characters, it's the game, but it's, it's the players you watch and seeing Jabril win made up for a zero may cry finals however you feel about it <laughs> seeing jabril win who has been grinding and just seeing him do so well and his emotions afterwards i oh my gosh we were watching it uh, as a community we had, we got to get together and i was definitely a little emotional I was trying to hide it and play it off but and then you mentioned earlier uh getting people together and just it's fun to watch at any skill level so at our last local our last uh last wednesday we had two players who were pretty new to the game and just, you know, had a they know how to play fighting games, but they made they're not great at Marvel. And we had the projector going, we were watching them play, and it was some of the most fun. Just seeing the two <laughs> two players struggle around and remembering how I felt in those moments of I kinda know how what to do. Do I know how to convert all of this? Do I know if this is plus and I can punish it? But and just seeing that process and them growing in a set of yeah, I got Doctor Strange, I got four meters, you're reading this book four times in a row. Because, <laughs> hey, I did that when I played Doctor Strange for a week. <laughs> and oh, it's such a good feeling. <laughs> I mean, I still did it with Ryu. I'm just like, I'm just going to throw a beam. I'm going to throw a beam again. I'm going to throw a beam again. I'm going to throw a beam again. Like, I just wasted four meters. You probably took, like, you know, 20% chip. I don't care. Um, <laughs> that that 20% was mighty. You have, you have definitely thought, you were definitely thinking about, like, oh, do I do anything? No, it's it's, it's still fun. <laughs> Um, even though my, my team is completely crap. I can't believe my team is only eight points on TNS's ratio. It's <laughs> my main team is like, can I just throw another character in, please? Like, let me have Storm on here, too. Can we somehow what? get four characters on this team? For the people that don't know, what is your main team, Guardian? My main team is uh, the one that I'm playing right now. Like, the, I go back and forth between Cap Thor Ryu and Cap Storm Ryu. 
um and it's it's mainly Capstorm Ryu, but like every now and again, I just I just can't think, and I'm just like, all right, Thor it is, um, <laughs> and that's pretty bad. Uh, and then the team that is my kind of side project right now is Hawkeye, Storm, uh, Hagger, um, and that was pretty fun. But that one's still a ten point team as far as that goes. Like my, <laughs> I can't pick anything that's above ten points apparently. Uh, I I have a team now for ratio that I, I might bust out if we ever run a ratio event of She-Hulk, who I love, who is so <laughs> One point, Deadpool. Yeah. I think Dante, I think, is my anchor on that. I think I think that works out. Or maybe maybe I could fit Doom on there. I can't remember exactly how point rankings uh, work for that one. But it's one of those two. But it's just, like, yeah, I have a She-Hulk team because that character's awful, but she's so fun to play. And getting people with the command grab resets... It's such a sick feeling because you get like 10 seconds to just sit there and go, all right, now I'll confirm this combo. (laughs) I just learned, I just learned two weeks ago for this game that I've been playing almost 12 years that the voice of She-Hulk is the wife from the uh, George Lopez show from like 10, 20 years back. Oh, really? (laughs) I didn't know that until I was like, I was just curious. I was searching the voice actor. I saw that. I'm like, I knew there was a reason I love Jenny. (laughs) No, it, I mean, even with, like, you're thinking, oh, that'd be kind of a meme team of, uh, of She-Hulk, uh, Deadpool, and Dante. You look at people, they were playing, like, Frank West and Skrull, and and I can't... What was Kusoge, or Kusojo's team? There was Frank West, I want to say... I want to say Skrull Rocket? was on it, but I could be wrong. Hmm? Was, it, was it Rocket? Yes! Rocket Raccoon was on there. And, like, like that looks like a team you would just draw three names out of a hat, like... And somehow, like... He rolled that to first. Yeah, he was an amazing pilot on that. Um, and there's just so many teams. Like with this last ratio tournament that TNS had, uh, you saw you saw a composition on that. You're just like, oh, that's that's a good idea. And <laughs> and the only reason they had that team was the fact that yeah, I, I couldn't put my main in here otherwise my team was 12 points. Um, so I I, I had to. Uh, adapt on the fly and just make the the sickest possible thing you would ever see in a fighting game ever you know just, just kind of happen like right now because why not that's just what that's just what marvel is every moment is the sickest possible thing you can see in a fighting game yeah there's there'll be moments especially certain players like ray ray where you'll just see them move and you're like this oh is cooler gosh. than most fighting games the most fighting game combos is seeing how this man moves these characters around the screen because you're seeing the technique and you're you can as a marvel player you know how hard what he's doing is (laughs) because the game is like yeah you could wave dash you can plink dash you can do all this stuff it's like it just lets you do it and you can you can see the skill which i love yeah i mean we were talking about character expression before in terms of like combo routes and and (laughs) and combo length these are people that have that you can see their character expression, their specific character expression from these specific players, just in the way they move one specific character of their <laughs> team of three. You're like, oh, that's Ray Ray Sentinel right there. Like, yes. how? There is no other game, like, as far as fighting games go. Like, maybe you could see that in in people with their, their expression in, in like, a, a first-person shooter, an arena shooter or something. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, the movement that, you know, this player... Uh, does is phenomenal uh, especially when they're playing this specific character in this hero shooter there really aren't too many fighting games where you can just look at a, a character that someone's playing like oh is that Ray Ray up right now I don't see the overlays oh that yeah that's Ray Ray that's that's yep. Ray Ray's doing playing Sentinel 
um, uh, or even just vanilla, like, oh, that that's that's definitely Viscount playing uh, that Phoenix team right there, because that's because Viscount like just knows exactly which corners that they need to be in um, at what time and uh, what what side they need to come down on. Like, I remember Viscount saying he had like uh, six different mix-ups with Wesker. Um, he's like, all right, I, I go through <laughs> these specific ones, um, and like just based on whatever whatever they're doing and like he like i said he had that thing down to a science um and it's just the just the characters the way they play their characters just even with the movement it's just there is literally no other no other game with that much expression um no. that is that is the game that i would want to end a major on um that is the game that i would want to see close out day three um it did back in the day i believe did did marvel close out any day threes for uh for evo i'm trying to remember <sighs> I feel... this is something I should, probably should have looked up. Yeah, I I want to say it closed out its second year the uh, Filipino champ versus oh I can't remember his name now he was a he was a Spencer player but knives no it was no it was oh, knives it was no not, it wasn't knives there was a uh, was hit glasses spiky hair no flock no flocker was year three I think. But or uh, year three of Marvel three in general, not yeah. Man, okay, now I, I totally can't remember this. This is, <laughs> this is horrible. Um, this is, this is what memory loss does to old people. Uh, <laughs> shoot, Bad. I'm gonna have to look at this up, up sometime and maybe put it in a uh, post production. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember if they close out even, but I remember it closing out so many majors and staying up until <laughs> twelve or one in the morning watching uh, oh, watching West Coast majors. Um, yes. for marvel 3 and just been like man this is this is worth it yeah that, that is what i want to close it out with um before we before we recap everything uh tell me about like your kind of latest uh iowa fighting game community pushes that you've been doing uh you and uh a long time fighting game community member uh uh gregor's gq dang yeah so i've taken up the mantle for running as i mentioned uh for des moines iowa events i'm i help run the weeklies and also setting up our monthly events, Snapback, named after Marvel. I would, de- I definitely, yeah. when I was trying to come up with a monthly name, I'm like coming up with random fighting game phrases. I'm like, yeah, Snapback sounds cool. <laughs> so it does. It really does. Like I, I, I won't lie. I keep thinking of like the hats. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll hands. incorporate that. Yeah, <laughs> incorporate that sometime. Jeez. Oh, uh, <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, running the monthly events there. We definitely we. I had moderate expectations, especially with Street Fighter Six on the horizon of yeah, we'll be able to pull in people. But our second one had like 50 entrants, and it was just seeing all these people come out. Like we had people from Minnesota, Omaha, we had Kansas City, and just all over Iowa as well. And that was I again. I had I'm an emotional person. I cry so easily. I definitely had to take a step back and like take it all in. Of all these people came out and had a good time which is it's what matters to me and i just want to keep growing i'm we're planning me yeah gq dang uh bobby j as well for production we had a three-hour call after our last monthly last night we had a three-hour call coming up with new ideas for how we can keep growing how we can take this and uh, for us it's emulating tns it's seeing all the work they've done and their love of marvel and now they're almost the premier online event <laughs> and at majors as well they're a premier like organization and we want to we want to do something like that we want to run online events which we're planning 
which we'll be happy in the future. We'll definitely have VSAP. <laughs> but yeah, we just want to keep growing, host monthly events, maybe do a regional event down the road. Yeah, just keep doing it for the community, man. And that, that is what it's all about, the community. Um, that is essentially what it, it boils down to, even with this even with this list, like what we would want to see on the big stage, like uh, seeing Marvel at the end of it, uh, seeing VSAP at the beginning of it, like seeing Street Fighter, uh, like bringing a lot of people together, <laughs> seeing Blaze Blue as like the, the culmination of like uh, what like what anime games have kind of uh, gone towards for, like, as far as complexity and character uh, expression. Um, and then and then Unist kind of in the same vein as uh, Blaze Blue, um, mm -hmm. watching the, the the masters of their trades. Um, yeah, it's it's all about community. That's yeah. there's, there's no other way to put it. But yeah, as as I kind of alluded to with all those, uh, starting the day with Vsav, going into uh, Blaze Blue, Central Fiction, going into uh, the latest game, Street Fighter Six, uh, which has been an absolute blessing. Um, going into Unist or Uniclear, sorry, I, I I still say Unist like every time. Um, Other night uh, with uh, Fox of versus uh, Redblade, and then finishing off uh, with Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Three, which I got. Yeah, if there's a game to get emotional over, it's that one. Um, yeah, just close the day <laughs> out with that, just bawling your eyes out for no bloody reason. Um, it, you just that, that is a game that would do it. Uh, so yeah, that that is uh that is one heck of a day three. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, um yeah, we plug <clears throat> if you're in Iowa uh or in the surrounding area and you're ever curious about coming out to events and you still have a Twitter account, can I ever call what the other name? A uh, twitter.com slash Iowa FGC. Yeah. We try to keep people updated <laughs> on what's going on <laughs> in our scene and around that. And our Twitch channel, which I didn't know when I set up for our account. You can't, once you lock it in, you're locked in for two months. I thought I could maybe mess with yeah. names, see how they looked. Yeah, so if you want to follow our Twitch for our monthlies and weekly events, it is twitch.tv slash D underscore M underscore T underscore G. Eventually that will be changed to something easier to type and say, but for now, <laughs> that is where our monthly events are streamed and along with most of our weekly events. Yeah. You can also follow me. The underscore oh. with a uh, guardian. <laughs> I've definitely embraced the underscore. Like even when I don't need it, I'm like, ah, no, that, that puppy's going in there. <laughs> I think one or two is good. I think three might be overkill for four letters. <laughs> three, three out of seven characters in your name being underscores is yeah, that's the regular DMTG or that regular at was already taken by someone who hasn't used it in like ten years. Oh and yeah. So we'll have to come up with something creative when we can change it. We'll probably just have an underscore at the end or something. But if you want to follow me, you can follow me on twitter.com slash uh, what is mine right now. Actually, I change it not often, but I do definitely change it sometimes. It's at phillybfg. So P-H-I-L-L-Y-B-F-G. You'll be able to find me talking about fighting games, wrestling, uh, probably my fiance as well, because that's the kind of person I am, or my pets. <laughs> So if any of those sound good, feel free to give me a follow. I will I will put that in the show notes because you're an amazing human being. You got a you got a good fun feed and uh, yeah. Oh, and same with Iowa FGC. I'll put that in and I will definitely put in the uh, uh, Des Moines uh, training ground so that people don't have to remember where the underscores are. Uh, you can just click on the link. Um, Thank you. But yeah. <laughs> 
but that is uh yeah that that is everything we got for this uh phil it's it's always a pleasure uh i we didn't we didn't actually talk about this that much i'm actually surprised um the amount of the amount of time that we spent uh doing slap happy sunday together um some of my just most cherished memories of an incredibly bad time uh for everybody uh like as far as the pandemic and everything but like i i I would not have wanted to spend that any other way than than playing i mean very much going with uh the theme for this uh playing dumb fun games with your friends and just having an absolute blast (laughs) um it's yeah i actually was surprised i didn't see uh martial masters on here be honest it was it made the short list <laughs> <laughs> i think it, it was that and uh, i think kof uh 15 specifically were kind yeah. of like uh those people be really high on my list but no I, I was surprised not to see uh kof on here there it's a hard list you only gave me four yeah. no or for the next exhibition yeah it's uh yeah. that that wasn't those weren't easy choices i imagine but uh <laughs> yeah um yeah so Pepper sunday was an absolute blast i just for me as well because yeah pandemic was awful and at the time i was i was working a pretty crappy job so those slap happy sundays were instrumental for my mental health and it made i was already you know i'm local with two of the people double and top hat but it was it's definitely the most we've ever interacted and it's some of my it's definitely most of my favorite memories with you and i feel it made us close to where now you are someone i cherish so much of having in my life as a friend if you are such a great person likewise likewise it's it's always a pleasure talking to you like even though we we ribbed each other like you wouldn't believe on that thing um, i've never ribbed you in my life what are you talking about <laughs> oh my gosh i was i i was still i there are many times throughout that looking back where like you guys like man curtis curtis is the villain but mike you're the real villain <laughs> it's <just> like man <laughs> so yeah no it, it, it's it's as always, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you, and and I, I could sit here for like the next two hours and just shoot the breeze with you about uh, fighting games, just in general and, and life. But uh, I think we are actually going to close this out. So uh, thank you once again, and uh, yeah, that is a episode of day three. Until next time, thank you, everyone. It's such a shame, but I wait for your next challenge. I know that you'll be back.